Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. Hey, do you remember the good old days? The good old days last year, two years ago, when the reason people were afraid to take the subway was because they thought they might be mugged? Well, we are in a whole new era Now, we are rapidly approaching a time when people are afraid to take the subway because it might derail. Now, in spite of the fact that we have now had, including what happened yesterday, three train derailments in 22 days, the transit president says subway riders should feel safe. Why? Why should subway riders feel safe? What would have to happen for them to feel unsafe? An F train carrying 37 people skipped the tracks yesterday in Brooklyn with no injuries reported, thank goodness. But derailments with passengers used to be relatively rare. Before last week, the last one was four years ago. And now it seems like they're happening regularly. Now, we know what happened with that last train derailment where there were injuries, where we were told that train wasn't ready. And we were told that there were authorities within the New York City City Transit warning, don't put this train back out on the tracks. It's not ready yet. They put it out anyway. What is going on with the MTA and New York City Transit? Because for the transit president, Richard Davey, to simply point to a track issue as a possible failure in this derailment, coming after a pair of trains collided last Thursday at 96th Street along the number one line, I don't think that is sufficient at all. So this latest incident comes as the NTSB is digging into last Thursday's two-train collision at 96th Street and what the officials with the NTSB have described as a look at the entire system, including how it's managed and supervised. Oh, yeah, I think that's exactly where the problem lies. You know, there's an old expression, it sounds better in Latin or Italian, when a fish stinks, it stinks from the head. This is precisely the problem. There is a problem with management, there's a problem with supervision there's a problem with the mta and yet this is the agency that is poised to get hundreds of millions if not billions of dollars in new revenue from this new congestion pricing tax in the spring if you're going to charge me for the privilege of driving to work in midtown the very least you could do is have trains that won't derail beam me up to be continued shipping can make or break a sale so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. The Other Side of Midnight. 
local spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. There is some good news for those of us who care about public safety. Mayor Adams yesterday announced a restoration of some of his budget cuts. And this is what he claimed was due to lower cost projections for managing an influx of migrants. And the city is now going to restore a canceled police academy class, which was set to start in April. And will also cobble together enough funds to keep a fifth firefighter on trucks at 20 engine companies, reversing the service cuts that had gone over like a lead balloon with the public. Here was the mayor. Uh, Last year, we were forced to make some tough choices, uh, real difficult choices in our November financial update and prepared uh, for the worst. But thanks to uh, strong fiscal management, I'm happy to say that we'll be able to reverse uh, some of the cuts to the NYPD and FDNY that we initially announced in November. Now, let's look at the reality here. In reality, the mayor is only restoring a minuscule percentage of a budget cut that he announced in November, $37 million of $3.7 billion. And he's doing so before annual negotiations have even begun with the city council. So this is a lot of theater. So in sum... The mayor cut the budget in November, which is normal for any mayor, then made a politically necessary, based on polling, restoration before negotiations even began with the city council. Now, this gives the city council an opportunity to take a victory lap around a pretty small restoration. Justin Brannan, the uh, chairman of the city council finance committee released a statement saying the mayor is doing a budget dance with himself and his rhetoric is out of step with the math all of a sudden the mayor has found money with irrationally shifting explanations and numbers cutting into the credibility of his narrative that the city has an insurmountable budget gap that demands overly broad cuts justin brannan is exactly right here the mayor didn't really explain where this newly found money was from he just said up We found it better than expected revenues. And I really do think while this may be good for the mayor short term politically, I think this is just yet another instance that undermines his credibility with the public, at least with me. Beam me up. To be continued. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. There was a lame duck session of the New Jersey State Legislature this week, and really the only big takeaway from it was that it was a go-away. About a quarter of state legislators had their final voting sessions this week, with most of them retiring and some being unseated in the election. But there was one that stuck out, at least to me. It's the one that's been there longer than anyone ever. Yes, that's right. The longest-serving legislator in the history of New Jersey has retired. The former Senate president, 
Dick Cody, who is probably best known for his 14 months as governor following Jim McGreevy's resignation. It's been 50 years since Cody, who is a mortician, became a legislator, and it's been 42 years since he arrived in the state Senate. Now, here was somebody that was very popular with the public during his short time as governor, and I think in part that was due to the fact that people viewed him as a stabilizing force after a big political scandal, but also because people could relate to him. He talked like a normal person. He was clearly very intelligent, clearly knew government very well, but he didn't talk down to people. And he reacted like a normal human being. I think he had a little bit of Trump in him. In fact, when there were a couple of talk show hosts on another station that were making fun of his wife, he basically threatened to take them out after they made fun of his wife's postpartum depression. Now, nobody likes politicians threatening violence, least of all me. But given the context, a lot of folks, and Matt Friedman made this similar point in Politico, New Jersey, simply saw it as a human reaction. A lot of reporters love to quote Dick Cody, and I love to interview Dick Cody because he was funny, very quotable. Sometimes he would tell jokes that I couldn't even put on the radio. They were so off color. But he was one of the few high profile politicians in the state to repeatedly rant against the political boss system, which is worse in New Jersey than in any state that I have encountered thus far. And it's part of the reason why he was thrown out. As the state senate, he did not get along with the local Democratic Party bosses. He even alluded to that in his farewell address on the floor. He said that he hopes New Jersey will become a democracy again and not continue to be under the thumb of these political bosses. Wouldn't that be nice? I wish Dick Cody a happy and healthy retirement from politics, but I hope he doesn't stop ranting about the dangers and the hazards of the political boss system. Hopefully now he'll be even freer to comment about this plague on New Jersey government than he ever has been. Best of luck to you, Governor Cody. Beam me up! To be continued. Yeah. You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. If you are a fan of music radio, WABC, there is a film that you might want to check out. Now, I was speaking a little while ago about the Paul Giamatti film, The Holdovers, which my wife and I finished watching yesterday, and we really enjoyed it. But there are two little nuggets in there that listeners to 77 WABC will appreciate. There are at least two moments. There might have been more, but there are at least two moments. One right on, I think it's Christmas Day, might have been Christmas Eve, right on Christmas Eve or day where you can hear them listening to 77 WABC and from you hear the jingle and everything the same jingle that we occasionally play on the weekend you hear it in the background as the characters are listening to the radio and if I'm not mistaken the DJ that you hear there is Dan Ingram and then there's another 
point in the film, a few days later in the film, where you hear one of the characters listening to WABC as well. It's a little less clear, and you don't hear that distinctive jingle, but I do think you hear Dan Ingram's voice. So if you happen to check out the film, I don't want to overstate it. WABC is not a part of the plot or anything like that. You could still enjoy the film just as much or just as little if you have never heard of WABC. But if you're a WABC fan and you happen to check out the film, keep your ears peeled for those two moments where the characters are listening to Music Radio 77 WABC. And it takes place in 1970 and 1971. And I think these are actual air checks from Dan Ingram in that era that you're hearing. And again, you're talking a couple of seconds here, a couple of seconds there. But if you're a radio junkie like me and a total nerd that digs these WABC jingles, it might be worth checking out just to hear that. It's a good film notwithstanding the jingles, but keep your eyes peeled and your ears peeled if you happen to see it. The Holdovers. Beam me up! To be continued. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.